Welcome to You and I. I'm Jackie Kai Ellis, and it's my genuine hope that through sharing our most vulnerable stories, we know in the moments where it matters so much that we're actually not alone. Today, I'm going to be doing something a little different. We've gotten so many amazing submissions about love, life, career, that one episode a month wouldn't have been enough to really dig into them. So we decided to add a mini pod every month as well, where I'll be answering one of your questions solo, like today. It needs to be said, I'm not a professional, just someone with some personal experience to share. I do hope this is helpful, but as always, take the advice that resonates and ignore what doesn't. And don't hesitate to seek out professional help through a trusted source. We've provided some links on our website in case they're needed. Now, I've discussed today's question with my friends over the last few days, and the fascinating thing is that it's one that's vague enough and yet specific enough that each person projects their own experience onto the way they read the question. It's like a good song or a good lyric. It's just enough to trigger a memory and not so much that you can't believe it's not about you. They write, a question that I didn't know how to answer and it's obsessing me every day is how can something work now when it never had worked in the past? We got this question over Instagram, but we want to keep our askers anonymous. So I've decided to name you now and then. Thank you so much for your question now and then. Simply put, everything changes. Situations, our priorities, our perspectives change, the context and the world we live in changes, we change. Now, I don't know what your situation is, and I don't know what wasn't working then, and what is working now, or even if it is working now. I imagined a lot of different scenarios for you. I thought, maybe you had a business that failed when you started it 10 years ago, but now you see someone else doing it, and it's thriving. Or maybe you live in a city that you used to hate, but now you're finding that you're actually starting to enjoy it a little more. Or I thought, who knows? Maybe it's just that you have a coffee machine that went kaputz and now it started dribbling morning gold back into your cup. Or maybe you're asking how to make something work. How can you force something through to the other side? trying to solve your Rubik's Cube by peeling off all the stickers until all the colors match. But for the sake of this podcast, I'll assume a few things and hope that something I say will be helpful to you. I'll assume that this something that didn't work must have been really important to you because you took the time to write in. And I'll assume it's something that causes some level of fear or worry because oftentimes obsession is just a way of trying to avoid pain. I'll assume it's not your coffee machine and that you're not referring to an abusive relationship because that would be a totally different dialogue. I'll assume that you're not trying to force something to work now when it never has, because in that scenario, I would probably say something along the lines of pause, be still. Be still for long enough that the rain in your mind settles and you can see where you're standing on a sunnier day. You might finally see the path you've been looking for, or you might see something else you didn't even know you wanted, but you cannot control the weather and you'll just tire yourself out trying to wipe the fog out of the sky. 
Though, if this is what I think it is, and this something is not about survival, but about love, because if we're honest with ourselves, love is the next most important something that usually confounds us. If it's about love, then I ask you this, does it even matter? I don't mean to invalidate feelings of yearning, of struggle, or even of uncertainty. Those are all very real, and it's important to give space for those things to exist. But the reason I ask is that if it really is about love, whether it be rebuilding a relationship with an absent parent, an estranged child, an ex-partner, or a best friend, if it's working, then why question it at all? Or maybe... What you're actually wondering is, will it continue to work? Can I trust it? Maybe you were so hurt by the time it didn't work, or the time and time again it failed you when it wasn't supposed to, or the time you allowed yourself to hope, only to have the failure of it change the fiber of who you are, of how much you allowed yourself to dream from that moment onwards. If that's the case, then I will say this. Dissecting it still won't make it easier to know the unknowable, and the future is unknowable. I get that dissecting something makes us feel like if we could just understand the beast, then we could control it, or at least know what kind of cage to put up around it so we don't get hurt. But even so, I still come back to, does it matter? Because as much as hurt hurts, life and love are not meant to be painless. Throughout our lives and our culture, we're often given the impression that love is painless if we just follow a certain script. We meet Prince, Princess Charming, fall in love, have babies, happily ever after. Our parents are supposed to create safe and loving environments for us, support us through the clumsy process of becoming adults, and only at a ripe old age, after they've bestowed all their wisdom onto us, do they pass peacefully. And we're supposed to do that for our children too, because according to our culture's lore, we're all having children. But how often is this our narrative? My own experience of parenting has been a back and forth between being parented by my parents and parenting myself and then trying to learn in a very imperfect way how on earth to be a parent. And love, for me, has been a meandering path and still is. Joe and I were engaged seven years ago after a month of dating, then we broke up. He had to learn to love himself more than the idea of love. And I needed to learn what it meant to love myself enough to actually receive it. We evolved, we changed, and five years later, we found each other again and then got married. What didn't work then does work now, for the most part, but will it work forever? Even with two kicks at this can, there are moments when the fighting gets so bad we both wonder if we'll make it. I don't know, but I think we both hope that we'll have ample opportunity to love each other well into our old age, when losing him will hurt me so much more deeply. You see, life and love are not meant to be painless. That's just not the point. And maybe 
the point of love is that we have an opportunity to learn how to be vulnerable, opened up, afraid, and yet still choosing to be present. That through the experience of loving and being loved, we have a chance at becoming just a little more whole, not from avoiding loss, but from loss itself. Because that kind of joy only means so much to lose if we were brave enough to embrace it to begin with. You ask, how can something work now when it never had worked in the past? Simply, everything changes. And change forces us to choose. If we're going to get into that inexplicable mess of life, or if we'll try to decipher it all from the sidelines. I am not saying I'm good at this. Frankly, I've had moments of paralyzing fear at the thought of being hurt. But I really hope that at the end of my life, I would have been someone who chose to get messy more times than not. Someone who was brave enough to stay curious. Someone who went out on a limb from time to time. Someone who experienced fully, tried to love despite the fear, allowed myself to be vulnerable enough to be truly loved. Someone who felt life's loss to my core because losing something so profound would also mean that I experienced something equally as deep and grand. So I ask you again, what does it matter when or how or why it might work or if it continues to work? Instead, maybe we can ask ourselves, is this something worth getting messy for? Thank you. Now and then. This was such a pleasure for me to ponder. I hope you got something helpful out of this. And if anything, just know that you're not alone. You see, we all struggle. We all mourn, yearn, question, laugh, cry. No matter what our age is, background or titles, at our core, we're all not so different, you and I. If you enjoyed this episode, like and subscribe to our channel, which helps others who might be interested find us. And feel free to share this episode with a friend or family member who you think might find it helpful as well. Thank you so much for joining us today. I'm Jackie Kai Ellis, and this is You and I. This podcast was produced and edited by More Good Media.